All right. All right, squiggles are squiggling. Yes, 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 yes. Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Robots in Disguise podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. And today, we are all worthy. Uh, worthy of the conclusion of this uh, six-episode miniseries of Transformers Robots in Disguise. The weird, are we, though? Uh, are we season. truly? <laughs> well, uh, we were able to watch it on uh, YouTube because Hasbro put it up, so I would say we are worthy of it. Yeah, hmm. that seems fair. Uh, I will note that the Pluto TV channel uh, has plowed through this series, uh, and they are already well into the proper season three, Ooh. Uh, so I now feel a little spoilered at this point. Oh. <laughs> and so are they, they're, are they, what are they airing, I know they had a big Armada marathon. Yeah, they seem to be doing Armada on the weekends, and I'm wondering if once they get to the end of Armada, they're just going to move on to something else all weekend, like... Beast Machines all weekend, which I guess would just be all of Beast Machines, or I don't know, I don't know. Also, or they could do just... Weekend of Energon and lose all of their viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Armada is just such a weird mix of a perfectly capable voice cast and just absolutely half-assed every other aspect of production. Yes. <laughs> And I I know they only got that voice cast because they were still floating on goodwill from Beast Wars and Beast Machines. This is possible. Hmm. But man, it's it's not a good show. I mean, you certainly... I will take the half-assed work of Armada over the, I would say, quarter-assed work of Energon. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Eighth of an ass... And it's not, see, I think, and I've, I've had this thought about, uh, the Japanese G1 series, how Headmasters is kind of at the sweet spot of being nonsensical, but also being recognizable. Like, new Soundwave is only really funny because you know who Soundwave is. Yes. <laughs> Sparkle is only really funny because you know he's supposed to be Spike. Uh, whereas with Master Force, it just goes off the deep end into being basically incomprehensible because everybody's just called by completely ridiculous names. And then by victory, it sort of veers in the other direction of just not feeling that odd, except mm. for them mixing up a couple of the Minicon names. So Armada is just, it, it's that kind of awkward, but it's more of a victory level. So it's like, I don't know, kind of dull. I wish it was more exciting. I love mini cons. Again, much like this little season we're getting. That's right. I really love a good story about mini cons and about them learning to trust people and work with them and about how important consent is when you're going to (laughs) shoot off a big stream of energy. Uh, <laughs> it's really hard to write this minicon stuff without making it seem sexual and it's weird and it's not okay but also it's pretty great so the minicons have finally freed Bumblebee now they've they've all escaped they're uh 
Bumblebee's on the loose, and of course, Starscream, of course, this is a secondary concern, because Starscream has six of these seven Infinity Minicons. <laughs> I mean, it's not... I guess if it was a longer season, because we were talking last episode about like how it really feels like it could have been flushed out more. I guess if it was a longer season, you could actually have a hunt for the Minicons, but then A... Now it is actually just Armada. Yes. And B, yeah. then it's not only Armada, it's the second season of Prime. Uh, mm. So it's probably better they didn't go that route. So it's it's like the the Infinity Stones, if the Infinity Stones were just like hanging out together in a drawer somewhere. Yes. Oh. Now I just want the Infinity Stones to be sentient and friends. <laughs> Aww. Friends. So Starscream... Wait, so yes. sure. Wait as, as an Infinity Stone... Starscream is very excited about how he is victorious. Uh, has an Infinity Stone been sentient? Yes, that's how the uh, crossover Infinity Wars ended. Oh, okay. Wait, all the stones or just one of them? All of them. Okay. Did uh, did Spider Man have to teach them how to poop? Thankfully not. Oh, <laughs> uh, that that I as much as I'm not sure I want Secret Wars the movie. I kind of really want that. So you want Secret Wars <laughs> two the movie? Yes, which is the worst one. I like. I don't know what happens in that in Secret Wars two other than Spider Man teaches a godlike being how to poop, and a building is turned to gold, and the problems that ensue because of that. Yes. Whereas Secret Wars one, like Claw gets cut into piece, or yeah, Claw gets cut into pieces, and it's all about Doom being a super god being and outsmarting everyone, and Galactus 90- is just sort of hanging out. Ninety percent of what I know about Secret Wars One is just that Colossus meets some other girl and Kitty is never okay about it again. Nope. Well, she's an alien girl who can't speak English, at least initially. So it's like what? Yeah. And he's flirting with him, and she has like empathic abilities or something. Yes, and, 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 and it's also a love triangle between Colossus, her, and uh, the Human Torch. Yes. Meanwhile, meanwhile, female characters are introduced on the bad guy's side who become long-running and beloved and start in relationships that are some of the best in Marvel Comics. Yep. It's like, yes, I, I want that part. Well, you're getting uh, one of them in that uh, new She-Hulk series. Oh, uh, uh, Jamila Jamil is playing uh, Titania. Neat. Ooh. Hey, now now bring back the absorber absorbing man. Yeah, yeah, the absorbing man. Who was in Agents of Shield? He was in Agents of Shield briefly. Yes. Kitty needed to go be in a polycule with Ilyana and Rachel. Anyway, <laughs> what's better off? They're closer to her own age. Well, yes. Yes. Because she, she was like, what, 13 and Colossus was 19 or something? She was 14, I think. Okay, the Gynix age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, anime main character age. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Digressions. Still, definitely, like, at that level where the guy, like, when you're 
the girl that age and you've got the friend who's dating a guy that old, that guy is considered creepy. Yes. That's how these things work. So it turns out you can't do this super Infinity Gauntlet thing with just six. You gotta have all seven, otherwise it's just gonna hurt. Yes. Mm. The only thing you get out of it is pain. Which is interesting. Yes. So meanwhile Star Scream, maybe that's why the, the Dark Star Saber doesn't think you're worthy. You're not going to go through the pain just for have power with six. Like I I mean you have to he's commit just, to evil and pain. He's just not evil enough. He's got to be more evil. Hmm. I mean, Prime Megatron is like super evil. <laughs> yeah, he's the poster boy for evil. <laughs> yes. Exceptionally evil, like incredibly evil. So, I mean, he's eating evil god blood. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, just just having a nice dedicated. tall glass of evil juice. <laughs> Which, like, it, it's not like the first time a, a Megatron has done that. Like, a uh, Cybertron Megatron is actually wearing bits of Unicron's corpse as armor. That's but that's the more than drinking his blood. Yeah, Megatron is. <laughs> Prime Megatron, like, is doing it repeatedly on screen. He's just, like, an entirely next level of evil that Starscream is just not up to. Yeah. He files his teeth. I mean, I don't know <laughs> that he actually files his teeth, but, but they're he's really got sharp. sharp teeth. So, yeah, so the uh, so these, these scavengers, you know, they, they couldn't help but get greedy, because they go for uh, Prime's uh, Decepticon Hunter, and they actually switch off his net. So, oh yeah, well the lobster does. Yes, he's an idiot. Uh, lobster pirate Thermidor. Thermidor, <laughs> you know, lobster pirate, very normal yeah. character trope. So there's a so a fight ensues. The scavengers are getting the best of it due to the weird crap they've collected. <laughs> but uh, hey, in comes Triceratops and uh, jumps into Grimlock's hand and. It's it's like that Hellboy sequence. Is is that a dinosaur? He's got a gun. <laughs> I was really hoping that he was going to catch him in his little dinosaur hand, but sadly he transforms and catches him yes. in his robot hand because I just wanted him to be a T Rex with a gun in his little yep. T Rex hand. Well, he yes. had to transform so it would be more toy accurate, even though that toy really didn't come out anywhere easy to get. So, indeed, this, a single shot here does totally take down, or a, a single barrage of shots just totally takes out these scavengers, and they are down for the count. Sadly, and none of the weapons that they had found were actually tools for war crimes, like the, the brain scrambly one. No. And, and indeed, that is a wrap on the scavengers as they are promptly arrested by Strongarm here. Womp womp. But hey, Tracer Shot, you know, he, uh, much like, uh, many 
characters in genre fiction. He has a psychic link with the other weaponizer minicons, and so he can tell that they're they're in great pain. Oh no! Oh, I guess that was part of uh, Shockwave's whole thing with making them a matched power set was that now they also have a psychic link. Yes. So yeah, so you know, Starscream, you know, he's obviously frustrated. He goes back to the bridge. Bubblebee and he merely a setback. No, he, yes. he says it was not a setback. It was what an inconvenience. Yes, there's just a, a a wow meme about something being merely a setback. Yes, so so he attacks and then, uh, you know, hilariously he says, "Well, you know, I've, I've got backup, but his backup is three tiny guys, one of whom is not really good at fighting." He's really not. He's. They're trying though. They're smacking him in the ankles. They're just. They're really going at his ankles. The two little dudes are are just wailing on his ankles. And he's like, uh, "No." He's not impressed. So yeah. So so they head out. Um. Fix it gets in bubbly with the uh, the two samurai minicons. Do not, I guess, possibly they're too bulky to fit in him. Maybe they're they are kind sure. of wide. I guess. Those yeah, wide boys. Yeah, you think they could at least get in the back boys. seat? Hmm. No, they're gonna walk. Well, fix it called shotgun. So yes. So, uh, so he, you know, so he gets to the, to the weaponizers and, uh, you know, Shadelock is there and he's like, hey, you, you take it a step, I will shoot these minicons and he's like, eh, no, you definitely won't. You kind of <laughs> need, those are kind of your whole thing here. That's, yeah, that's what you're being paid to bring back. So that there goes your paycheck if you shoot them. So no, you're not, you're not going to do that. You break one of those, Starscream kills you. You yeah. can't do that. Yes. And they're, oh, fuck. Right. And sure enough, the rest of the Autobots get there. Uh, there is a... The the fight continues. And once again, Sideswipe's Sideswipe, still kind of condescending to these minicons. He's all, no, no, stay back. I got this. He still believes us less than capable. Yes. But indeed, still, they do take still down... Still canceled. Uh, Sideswipe is still canceled. And they do take down Shadelock. Yes. Very but, um, tough and strong. Yes. So many cons. And then when uh, when Ruffage uh, tries to uh, <laughs> tries to masticate these two, uh, Sideswipe takes the bullet for them. So that's what you have to do to get yourself uncanceled. you got to take a bullet for a marginalized group. Also, like, it, yeah, it, it doesn't look like that bad of a shot, but everybody is absolutely cool. acting like Sideswipe might be down. Well, when we first see it, like, he has this big blackened spot on his chest, which later disappears. Yes. But it does look kind of like, oh, oh, he might be, well, not dead, but severely injured. Yeah. You can't kill the himbo. He's important for himbo things. And then immediately everybody gets zapped with this dark star saber. Yes. There's purple lightning everywhere. Necro lightning everywhere. 
Thunderbolts and lightning. Starscream is frightening. And then, of course, then he takes Tricera shot. He has the uh, no, the seven infinity minicons. He's collected the full set. Yes. You should pick him up by his scruff. <laughs> and so he gains their power, and he turns into uh, what appears to be some kind of fancy Gundam. <laughs> yes, like I think we all have this in our notes. He's Extremely Gundam, Gundam wing. wing. Yeah. He's got all the little wing bits. Yeah, it's extremely Gundam Wing. Yes. He has been watching the animes. <laughs> he's been watching Toonami. Because he's Steve well, Bloom. Yes, when, when a Gundam gets like big feathery wings, you know stuff is serious. And also, the, uh, the, the uh, series is almost over. <laughs> yes. It's we're we're powering up. We we're doing the final final mode. Well, the, the Gundam Wing. No, I think it got the wings in the mid season, but it wasn't like wing wings until Endless Waltz, the movie. Unless you're talking about the Moonlight Butterfly from Turn A, where the Gundam gets it butterfly had, wings. It had like the little long wing things. But then Endless Waltz is, yeah, extremely wings. Almost feathery wings. These are not feathery. Yes. They're definitely Some angular. Don't fall off. They don't fall off here. <laughs> so, yeah, so, uh, so he, you know, he is, he's below radiating with power. He's got, he's got this star saber. He's got, these minicons are apparently, like, subsumed into him. Yeah, because we don't really see them. It's just added gray Gundam armor all over him, not minicon shapes. Right, I mean, they're not hanging off him the way they did in Armada or anything, which would have been cool. Yeah. It would have been cool, but I guess it would have been kind of clunky at that point. Yeah, so. seven guys Sadly. hanging off. You got, like, one per limb, a couple on your torso, maybe one you're wearing as a hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got a weird hat. I kind of don't like that. He does have a weird hat. I'm not exactly sure what they're going for here. Yeah. The rest of the design is fine. The hat is sort of Spartan-y, and it doesn't really work for Starscream. Uh, so the you know the the other minicons get to the ship. Sideswipe is sideswipe's okay. He's going to distract Starscream, and the minicons get to the ship, and they find that they have. They can transmit a signal that will draw the minicons out of him. Which will then, of course, dampen his power, but he has to be within range. So they, they do get him, uh, so Sizer does lure him in, uh, Arrowbolt gets sucked out of him, but he manages to escape before he loses the rest, and I guess, so even though you need seven to start it, once you're there, you can lose a minicon or two, and not uh, get dropped out of this Super Saiyan fancy Gundam state. Yeah, and none of the parts of him, like, come off, like the chest armor doesn't go off when one minicon no. sucked out of him, which I guess that would require changing the model. We're but... dealing with, like, energy magic here. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely like going into magic. Minicon magic. The best kind of magic. So now it is time for Aerobolt to truly merge with Prime. 
So he goes Super Saiyan, and it is time for the clash of the two glowy energy guys. Yes, glowing and crashing into each other. It's the end of the series. Other. It's the end yes, of the I season. Know. It's time for glowing and crashing into each other. It, I it's very the, anime. I kind of appreciate that we see a lot of this from a distance because it's just like stuff is going on, and then in the background, a Dragon Ball Z episode is happening. Well, that's, <laughs> that's how it happens in anime. Like, the, the characters that aren't the main characters in the fight are on the sidelines commenting on the glowing and crashing into each other. Reacting to the fight. Yeah, everyone else is being Krillin, while yes. Goku's doing yes. his thing. Aw, Krillin's the best. Well, yes. Specifically, uh, Starscream's three mercenary allies just decide, uh, we're out of here. Yeah, yeah, fuck it, our they job's They are not getting paid enough for this. Nope. And I believe it's also around this time that Grimlock does a swipe ball special. Oh, yes, his uh, fastball tail swipe. Yes, he just tells him Speaking to make two fists, consent. and then he just hits him with his tail, so he flies at him. <laughs> she doesn't even warn him. I mean, he does warn him. He doesn't really warn him, though. He doesn't say why. He just, he just says make two make fists. Two- <laughs> <laughs> are, are we still we doing just, phrasing? <laughs> we're just talking about consent, Grimlock. <laughs> you have to ask permission before you use someone as a weapon. Well, I guess it could have been worse. At least he didn't say, I'm going to make two fists. <laughs> so, yes, I, I appreciate him using Sideswipe as a projectile. <laughs> Just smack him with his tail. Yeah. And and Prime is trying to lure Starscream back to the ship so they can do this thing again. But he has figured out what's going on. Yeah, fool so me he's... once, shame on you. Fool yes. me twice. Uh, but instead, uh, Grimlock decides to tail swipe multiple Autobots <laughs> on. Well, so first they can just, Bumblebee. Yes, first B, then then you got Sideswipe, you got Strongarm, you got Drift, and they're just all hanging off Starscream. So eventually, he does get dragged within range of this thing. Oh, I I love that. Like, no, actually, the second is Primes. Like, like B's on one leg, Primes on the well, other. I like that. That we just see Bumblebee go flying, and then you go back yes. to, to Grimlock. Like, what? <laughs> it worked. <laughs> worked the first time. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what I do. This, is, this seems effective, so he's going to keep doing it, whether people want to be smacked with his tail or not. Yes. Yeah. And so, so Starscream is defeated by the power of gravity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so they pull him down into range of the thing that's going to pull the minicons back out of him. Yes, and so it, it, it yanks him out. He is he is knocked out. Uh, we later find out that he ends up in a coma, and uh, yeah. you know, Starscream in a coma. I know, I know, <laughs> it's serious. It's a Bumblebee movie. Ah. <laughs> And you know the dark star. I, I assumed that I thought the dark star was like going to like plunge into the ship, and it was, the whole thing was going to explode. Yeah, it really seemed like like because the control panel started sparking. I figured dark star saber. This shit's going to destroy the entire ship. But no, no, we're just you keeping it. Think, I guess. You yeah, would that, think that, that what weird. it would actually do would be to bring the ship to unholy life. Yes, or something. That's that's more the dark star sabers thing. Yes. Dark energy. 
dark energon. But no, it just shorts out all the controls. So the mini counts can't be forcibly combined ever again. Yes, and uh, and this is indeed uh, this is a wrap on Starscream. Oh, oh, that's it. R.I.P. Starscream. That's right. He's unlike Duke. He is not coming out of that coma. (laughs) He is going to jail. I mean, he must eventually, just not relevant to our story. Yes. Hmm. So Prime is heading back in Prime Force One. He is taking the scavengers and uh, the, the mercenaries with him, along with Starscream, and the uh, and the minicons are going to go with him. You know that he's going to find them a safe uh, home. Well, he wants to bring them with him, and they're like, ah, no. Oh, that's right. He's he's not because they they have fixed up that shuttle that they stole. Also, they don't really want to be on a ship with Starscream. Right. Yeah, like, even before that, they just don't want to be anywhere near Starscream. It's like, no thanks, we'll just stay here. No but thanks, then, we'll walk home. Fix it, fixed up the, the scavenger's little shuttle so it can be transwarped now or whatever. So it can yes. well, interstellar they have their travel. their own ship. The a little mini ship for little mini A little ship of mini cons. All yes. to themselves. Going around having small adventures. <laughs> And also, we, we get a little bit of, a uh, little bit more plot of the overplot here that we are going to find out about, uh, at the end of the third season, much later for us, because we've still got a bunch of robots, or a bunch of uh, rescue, rescue bots to go through. So yeah, the, the city, Prime, you remember, he was gonna go to Cybertron, he hasn't been there yet. You know, he's got a lot of stuff to do, he just hasn't come around to it. Yeah, Bumblebee's and, like, so how's Cybertron? And Prime's like, ah. I'd go. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it's a uh, you know, situation on there. The situation on there is fluid, but I'm working with some old friends to resolve it. Mm-hmm. Is it Megatron? Is he working with Megatron? It is not Megatron. We'll be, we'll just, be hearing from our old pal Frank Welker a little later, but we will I not be seeing just, Megatron. Thinking about how wild it is that Prime, that, you know, the end of Transformers Prime was Megatron getting oppressed and being like, wait a minute, this sucks. I'm never <laughs> yes. going to do this to anyone ever again. And just like, fucking off. <laughs> like, <laughs> the evilest acting Megatron learns a lesson and, and just fucks off is weird. Did he just think that everyone else was subs? <laughs> Well, he's oh, no, got I, star screams, so you know. How people guess, like this. I mean, yeah, between Starscream and Soundwave and everyone else he surrounded himself with, and yes, he probably thought people liked being abused and oppressed. <laughs> but but yes, also uh Sideswipe offers the mini the uh Autobot Minicons some foliage in apology. <laughs> Because somehow that's where they've ended up on after flowers. Yes, which is just Grimlock carrying a couple shrubs. Yes, a shrubbery. They have a shrubbery. Ah, so uh, so yeah, that is a wrap on uh, this episode. A wrap on this mini season, and uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, it, Prime says that he hopes the Minicons find the peace that they deserve. 
Yes. Aww, and they're going to have a ship, and they're going to go. They say they're going to go where nobody is ever going to find them. Uh, it's just nice and compact. Sounds nice. It's nice and compact. Yes. It, it's Being short really helps, but this might be the best story arc season of Transformers we've had in a while. I, I, I didn't see all of the actual third season, the next season of Robots in Disguise, but this, this was really good. Six episodes, cute, short, cute, mini-cons, stars green yeah, again. It's got some good writing, it's got mini-cons, it's got like... It's got crab. Like I said, like, yeah, like going into Armada-style mini-cons, where they're not <laughs> just little dudes, there's actually the whole, like, you know, connecting and all the oh, interesting yes. interpersonal stuff that you can get into with that, and try very hard to make it not sound sexual and then fail miserably. <laughs> Even though that's absolutely not what you were trying to do at all. But, uh, but yeah, it, it was a good little season. Had the return of Robbie Wrist. Hmm. That's right. So, as the best now. tiny dino. He's he the is best the best tiny, tiny dino. dino. He doesn't, <laughs> know, doesn't know how he feels about things. Okay. Sadly, we do not get more of these mini cons. They do find their peace. Well, good for them. By bad, bad not for the having show. to, yeah, by not having to show up again. All right, so I believe that now brings us to David's Tokusatsu Corner. Yes, this week on uh, Ghost Sentai Die Ranger, I didn't have time to watch the episode. <laughs> Plus, it, it, it was oh, no. a season. It's a season finale of Robots in Disguise, and some of our episodes lately have been like an hour long. Uh-huh. I thought this episode would be kind of long also, but it's, it's not. Just a lot of, it's a lot of fighting. There's it not really too much stuff to cover. Yeah, yeah. there's not a lot to dissect with fights unless you're like yes. a fight choreographer and mm. we are not. I am a person who writes <laughs> stories about relationships, so I am here to talk about the Medicon relationships. I like to point out stuff when it's good sometimes and it's and it's easy to break down. This is a lot of anime flying and crashing into each other in, in a way, which looks cool, but is hard to break down. I mean, other than Starscream defeated by gravity, which is one of my favorite endings to a fight. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just getting sucked down into it. I like everybody hanging off. I like the dramatic, <laughs> like, multi-panel... View. Oh my goodness, baby. Yeah, just keep zooming out to more and more Autobots hanging off the legs of of a Gundam. Yes. But yeah, no, 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 no Sentai this week or next week because it's between seasons. (laughs) Between seasons won't have one, so you get two weeks. You gotta have to wait for more Go Say Sentai Die Ranger when we get back to uh, Rescue Bots. Okay. Uh, no, no more of me just saying, just declaring about the Red Dragon Thunder Sword. Hmm. <laughs> no, and, and then after I finish Die Ranger, because I'm in the 40s, I have to figure out what I'm doing next. I think there's how many episodes are left? There's only like eight, maybe, or something. Hmm. Figure out what the fuck are, I. I don't remember the last poll of what was supposed to be. Other came in second. Uh, I'll pick some. Oh, maybe I'll pick Five Man. Ooh. That's so many man. <laughs> because at Anime Expo, which was, well, like, I think two weekends ago as of this coming out, 
it just happened. Like, there was a lot of Toku stuff, like we're getting more Ultraman and things, and, and that was cool. Common Rider Kuga's coming out to Blu-ray, DVD, it's like that. That's awesome. We're getting Heisei Riders coming out. That's cool. I don't, I'll eventually probably buy that, but not immediately. But, Five Man. Three years ago, there was a leak of a cover of what was going to be the DVD set of Five Man, which, like, Power Rangers is Z-Ranger. The one before that is Jet Man, which did come out from Shout Factory. Uh So the next one before that, because it looked like they were going to start alternating between, like, Seasons going forward from, I think they got Hurricanger or whatever it was, and the next one was going to be Abba Ranger. And it, it seemed like they were going to alternate between season before Power Rangers and continuing season that was adapted into Power Rangers. Abba Ranger? Abba Ranger. Yeah, it's a dance like, dinosaur dancing themed queen? one. It was oh. dance themed, but it was also <laughs> dinosaurs. Oh. Anyway, Five Man is two series before Zero Ranger. The, the classic Power Rangers. And it, it was like, I think it was like November of 2017. Like, a fuzzy picture of the cover was leaked. And I was like, okay, that's probably going to come next. And then the announcement never came out. And then Hasbro bought, like, Saban's back catalog of Power Rangers and everything. And there was no news of any Sentai coming out. And there have not been any releases since then on home media. Of Sentai. Never again. So we kind of figured, okay, we'll wait, we'll wait. And it's been three years, and it's like, well, fuck it, I guess Hasbro's not approving it ever coming out again, so we're not getting in more Sentai. So I have downloaded basically every Sentai, well, every old Sentai anyway, because we're not getting more physical media. And then this weekend, we're getting Five Man. Okay. Yay! But apparently, like, the licensing is slightly different, because all these other ones, like Die Ranger, I've been watching streaming from Shout Factory itself, online. I have the DVD sets, it's just, it's quicker to watch it on the computer. (laughs) But, apparently they don't have the streaming rights for Five Man, because the way it seems is they're not doing it, licensing it through Hasbro and, and the Power Ranger stuff... The license, they've gone direct to Toei in Japan so they can release it on home media, just not stream it. So I've already pre-ordered Five Man, <laughs> and I'm waiting for it to come. I didn't actually check when it's supposed to come out, but maybe that'll be my next season I review. Ah. Unless I stream it on our Discord. <laughs> right. But, but I'll, I'll probably just watch it. I'll probably watch it to encourage people to buy it. Buy more. I want the series. Before. Why not like, both? Well, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe it'll, it'll replace like originally the streaming thing. I was doing Mask Man and Spider Man. Then I finished mm-hmm. Spider Man. Uh, finished Mask Man, and we switched over to Live Man, and we finished Live Man. Now we're on to um, Denji Man, which is the fourth Sentai, so it's really old. And Spider-Man we finished, and Spider-Man still has... Toei Spider-Man, the live-action tokusatsu series, still hasn't gotten a home media release, uh, Marvel. Maybe they're Maybe holding they're... off until that new Spider-Verse movie. Yeah, I was going to say... I'm hoping that's what happened. Maybe they're tying it into but that. when does that movie come out? Next year. Next year. 
So may, maybe we'll get an announcement when we finally get trailers for that. I mean, that would maybe. be nice, but it's like annoying that you could put it out beforehand to keep us busy and make me fucking happy. Anyway, nope. we switched to watching. We switched to watching uh, two weeks ago, or what's well, going to be four weeks by the time this comes out. Other thing. Uh, oh, what is it called? Magnificent Zubat has nothing to do with the Pokemon. Are you sure? He's just. I don't think the bat was named it. I mean, it's possible the Pokemon's name is a reference to well, that anime. I think that's just the American name. Token. I don't know. What, what is Zubat called in Japan? Ooh, but anyway, this it, is a it's, good question. It's that I can find the answer to. over the top, best in, at everything, cowboy, guitar, playing, man. Oh, it's magnificently fun. But but anyway, anyway, five man by five man, it's coming. We're getting more sent. Which now there's an over. Oh, there's so much Ultraman to buy. Common Rider's starting to come out. Sentai's coming back again. There is a plethora of Tokusatsu. Bulbapedia tells me that Zubat's Japanese name is Zubat. Oh, that's weird. Why would I bet it is a reference? But it's not red, like Zubat. Like, um, have you ever seen the video game Beautiful Joe? I know yes. of it. Well, the design of that guy is based on Zubat. Ah. Which is why he's red and has a scarf. Ah. But yeah, Toku, Toku Fun, no, no episode review this week. It's, it's a short episode. Uh, come back to us next week when we do question mark. Well, I think we know what we're doing. We're just not, I, yes, I think, no, we're not positive on it. Are, are we making it a surprise or? Well, it, it's something we've mentioned a bunch of times. Yes. Especially uh, this season. Yes. yes. And especially, uh, especially Jen has uh, been a booster of this. I've never seen a second of it. <laughs> I think I've seen it, but I really don't remember it. It's not good, but it's wild. <laughs> yeah, it should be a wacky episode. So come back next week for that. It'll be a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, and we will be uh, back next week with uh, with that mystery episode. But until then, uh, we are all over internet. We are on Twitter. We're on Facebook, and we have a Patreon and Discord. Yes. And Discord. Yes. We have a Discord. Uh, the link to which is uh, pinned on the at Iacon UG Twitter account. Uh, but we have a Patreon set up uh, for Iacon Underground at patreon.com slash Iacon Underground uh, for the month of July. Uh, we finally got around to watching Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, uh, narrowly beating out actual movie Morbius. Actually, that's not true. We, we're not going to do Morbius. <laughs> no. No. That might have to be a Halloween selection, though. Oh, no. The, the, the less of a tr- less of a treat and more of a trick. Yeah. No. Can, maybe can we just pick a random episode of Stranger Things instead? I still gotta watch in- those. Instead, I didn't we... realize the last two episodes came out. Just no. Well, if you tried to watch them right away, uh, Netflix crashed. Apparently. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, it's a good thing I was busy last night. Ah. No, and it it is not Morbin time. Uh, it is time for some extremely Sam Raimi candle or camera work and candle work. Well, there was candles. Man, mm-hmm. the candles! There's so many candles, and 
I genuinely <laughs> could not tell if they served a function other than just aesthetic, but I could also very much believe that uh, with any kind of magic system, like, just aesthetic is important. It makes well, it more it's powerful. Well, it, it, it's it witchcraft and stuff, you know, and it circles the candles. It, it, it's very thematic. Now, yeah. uh, oh, what is the the Bell, the Book, and the Candle? Is that an old witch movie? Uh, yeah, Bell, Book, like and Candle. That is... Um, I think it's Disney? And it's like it's no, a comedy with witches. No, you're thinking of bed knobs and broomsticks. Which <laughs> is a, that's a Disney movie. Uh, Bell, Book, and Candle is is a uh, witch-themed romantic comedy yep. with um, the two leads of... Uh, Vertigo, which came out, I think, a couple years later, uh, Jimmy Stewart and Kim Novak, hmm. and I believe it also. I've I've, I've seen it. It's pretty good. Uh, I think I've and seen usually it. for a witch themed movie, it's a Christmas movie. Oh, I forgot. It that also movie. features uh, <laughs> J- a young Jack Lemon as a beatnik warlock. <laughs> well known pagan holiday Christmas, and uh, it also has Elsa Lanchester, uh, the Bride of Frankenstein herself. Oh, it's a good movie worth uh, worth checking out. Yeah, I, I think I saw it like maybe a decade ago, and it was like eh, that was pretty good. I, I forget where is it. I, streaming? I think specifically, Bell Book and Candle refers to the process of excommunicating somebody from the church because you you rang you rang a bell, you did something with a Bible, and you snuffed out a candle. I think. I'm pretty oh, that, sure it's, it's also something that like is uh, Wiccan. Uh, I, I tend to uh, compare Wicca to, like, it's like the Catholicism of paganism. There's, like, all this extra ritual stuff that no other people bother doing. Oh, it was based upon a play. So I, think, I think it's a Wiccan. I think it's a Wiccan thing. Or if it wasn't originally, probably is because of the movie. I don't have any patience for Wiccans. Yeah, too, we, we, too much ritual. Yeah, too much, yeah. too much doing things by the book. Yeah, well, because it's like witch cult shit. That's like half bullshit of old books from like the twenties and thirties. Too much Aleister Crowley. Not enough. Well, yeah, because Aleister Crowley's a people who aren't Aleister Crowley. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, pretty, pretty great Ozzy Osbourne song, though. Again, also much like Catholicism, it's mostly just run by some creepy guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so I believe that should do us. Then we'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Rob. I'm Jen, and I still have too many kittens. And I'm David, and I have to go marathon two episodes of Stranger Things, which is going to be four hours, jeez. Yeah, it, it, I was going to say it's not really a marathon when it's two episodes. When there are two episodes that are like three hours long, then yes, it is a marathon. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get some Hopefully pizza get and at least tonight. watch one of them, and maybe I'll watch the other one tomorrow night after fireworks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy Fourth of July weeks ago. <laughs> yeah.